Hello everyone, this is Dr. B from Exact Cyber Education. I want to break away from my regular podcast format just to have a chat with you. And that is regarding the challenges you may face when you're trying to identify those critical services in your organization. My previous podcast was identifying those critical services, uh, revenue generating services, by the way. But now I wanted to get a little bit more in depth you know, how you're going to identify them, what questions you should be asking, and how you turn that into a risk conversation with management. So some of the challenges that you might might have hear, heard on your um, organization would be, hey, the CMDB database is inaccurate or outdated. We don't have an accurate inventory of our system. So how can we even start addressing the high system if we don't know what the high systems are. That's 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 true, right? Most organization is stuff to maintain that inventory up to date. Now with the cloud um, computing, we have a lot more system being deployed faster than you, that you can imagine. So it is difficult, but don't be deterred by that, right? The other one is uh, there's no list of critical systems. There's no data classification or data classification program. They all might be true, though. They all might be true. It would be great if you have one. It would be great if you start one. But that should not be a deterrent from you to identifying those critical services. Remember, the discussion I have previously talked to you guys was a mission-based risk assessment, risk identification. So I don't need exactly that list of system because the way I approach this, you will um, arrive to a list. That will be one of the outputs of this process. So let's tackle this from the board perspective, from your executive's perspective. What is important? Then you drive down to the to the bottom. What is plugged into the wall, basically, right? Just imagine, take that picture. That's how you're going to get there. So you will hear those uh, challenges in your team. Critical data is everywhere. Well, where do I start? True statement. Critical data is everywhere. It's even flying your emails. It's, it's flying everywhere. It's in spreadsheets on the temp folders on your laptops. I mean, if you want to really get geeky and talking about those, it is everywhere. Don't let that be a deterrent. Remember, we need to approach this step by step strategically. It is important. Absolutely. Should we cover that? Absolutely. And actually, probably your security operations that you work on is already addressing that anyway. Right. The way I want to see this is a little bit more strategic. So remember, I'm going to give you an example here. So let's say uh, you are a Twitter or Amazon or Instagram company. Right. The 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 revenue generating um I mean, service, let's say, it should be various, but let's pick Twitter and specifically the Twitter app. How are you going to do that? And, and as we discussed uh, on my previous podcast, you're going to start with the application, identifying supporting applications. You're going to get to the servers and, and, and databases. And of course, if you're talking about these companies like Twitter, Amazon, and Instagram, you will have a cloud environment, cloud containers, and how you protect them, and which ones are they, and, and who has them assigned. So you will drive those. This is a lot of work. I, I, I said last time, it, it, this is not trivial. I don't want to be talking in theory. Uh, theory is is a lot of theory out there. I mean, almost every documentation says, thou shall do this, but never get to the how. I'm a little bit more of applied science type um, 
uh, uh, guy and I want to have that conversation with you. So once you identify those, you have the critical list and that's why I left off last time. So what kind of questions would you be asking yourself after you have that? What questions that you need data points so you can start thinking a little bit more strategically, a little bit more around what is the risk to the organization? Because all of those right now um, that you have today perhaps are and is very often confused vulnerability and risk. Vulnerability is just that weakness, not the risk for the organization. The risk is more tied to the impact of that revenue. Right. So here it is. So the question you should be asking now, once you have that list is how many vulnerabilities you have in your environment and specifically to that environment that support that Twitter app, for example. Right. Well, how many vulnerabilities do you have there? And then once you have that vulnerability list, let, let's separate them between, you know, high or critical, the ones that have exploits out there right now and the mediums the lows and you, and you spread them. So you're going to have basically, basically a spectrum of vulnerabilities. So this way you can slice and dice the way you want. Let's concentrate on highs and criticals or even the ones that have exploit. Perhaps those should be on the top of your list, right? So at that point you have those. That's data. That's one of the data points. Put that to the side. Now let's see how old are those vulnerabilities. Now that you have the list, another slice that we can do there is so how old are they are they a week old a month old six month old a year old or over a year so now you have that data set as well moving from there we need to um, start looking more in terms of configuration of your systems right do you have a hardening standards do you have um, security controls that you implement on your systems Right? May, may that be you secure your send according to NIST 853, or you secure your system according to your own homegrown knowledge, or you grow or you secure your systems according to the CIS controls. Regardless, do you have one? Right now, if you don't, start looking into it. But if you do, right? So now you need to see how your systems are complying with it. So now you need to understand just because your systems are built with that configuration. Remember, over time, you start deviating from that configuration, uh, perhaps a patch or perhaps an upgrade, perhaps a different channel communication. Either way, you start deviating. That takes us to the next level, the next data set you're going to need. That deviation usually occurred if done correctly and you having a program in place. It would, will happen through security um, standard exceptions. So they will look at your security standard. They will ask an exception for it. Look, I cannot do this because my application either is outdated or vendor does not support that protocol. I need that port open or what have you. That, that could be a great amount of, of uh, excuses to make sure that the work gets done. And when you do that, that exceptions is entered. Uh, you can bet 100% of the time the business supporting that application will approve that exception. Now it's up to you, the security uh, uh, individual, to understand that the company needs to accept that risk so they continue can continue doing business. So that most likely that will happen. Now you need to under identify those tender exceptions affecting that system, that Twitter app that we were talking about as an example, affecting that environment. 
So now you have another data set that you need to understand there. So let's see, now we have the vulnerabilities, we have the vulnerabilities in terms of, of criticality, then you have vulnerability in terms of aging on our environment. Now you have the systems that have uh, a variation from your security standards or minimum security standards. Now you have the exceptions um, against those systems. So next one, you need to understand if those exceptions are under in which category. Let's say you're using the state 153. Are those exceptions against access control, perimeter protection, and what have you? Once we understand, now we start narrowing down another data set that you may have. Once you have that, let's take a look at a risk crash. Now, I don't want you to be, um, uh, it'll be a deterrent for you at this point. Some organization, if you're a small, medium organization, you might not have a formal risk crash. And I air quoted here because you don't have a dedicated staff to do that. Perhaps uh, you rely on your IT administrators to do so and, and, and have to um, these documents somewhere on a spreadsheet. That's fine. And if you don't have, please uh, pay attention to this podcast and, and, and try to put one in place. So once you go there, you see what the risks are on your risk register. What is the risk? If this happened, you will stop it or, or affect some way, somehow, the revenue generating services that your company provide. You identify those risks that are in there and then see which one of these affect which one of the vulnerabilities, the security controls, the minimal uh, security base affect those risks. And not necessarily the risk. Remember, if you have a risk register and they have a risk in there associated with that risk are projects or mitigating controls or mitigating projects that are put in place money invested so you can diminish the risk and exposure to those risks. So you will have those projects. Now, start thinking, and I'm driving towards that direction. So now that you have the list, you have all these data points, now comes a little bit of critical thinking, a little bit of thought leadership here that you should be paying attention to. So on those risks, and you have those projects and, and you know, you're deploying new tools, you're deploying AI capabilities, you're deploying tools with machine learning capabilities and, and behavior analysis is great. And on the operational side, you need that. However, will that catch um, the weaknesses that you see on our environment today? That that critical system may have a one year old vulnerable, critical, or high vulnerability in that system that has not been patched? Will those tools capture that that environment has several high standard exceptions against security controls, which a standard exception fundamentally means two things. One is that the business area requests the control to be weakened so or uh, or change in somehow so it can do business or two it asks to bypass completely so either way that standard exception is a legal introduction of a vulnerability if you will right a weakness you put compensating controls you put all that but you need to validate those compensating controls sometimes we say yes let's open that port and we're going to monitor that port 
six months down the road, eight months down the road, 12 months down the road, do you still remember that you need to monitor that port? Do you still remember? So it, it is something that we need to be pragmatic. We need to be realistic that this needs to be continued. It's not a set it and forget it. It's always on, always monitoring, right? So once you start tying all this together, we will, we will start discovering that those tools for, might be affected because of all these vulnerabilities, all these exceptions. So now, will that project actually bring the risk down to the organization as you relate to that Twitter app, right? As an example, right? It will be effective. Well, uh, it varies, right? But I believe it won't. And you can prove me wrong, but I believe it won't. Because the, the projects deploy a monitoring tool or a detection tool. Yes, but if you have a one-year-old vulnerability that might have an exploit in a while and you have not patched in a year and you have uh, security um, uh, standard exceptions against access controls uh, on that environment, your minimal security baseline is not a match because start deviating over time. Um, and that combined with the risks that are in the risk range, the ones you call it important to your organization and the project that you're doing to bring those down is not addressing these areas i don't think it will be effective but then again right is a good conversation but this is how you will start evaluating that's why i said don't get hung up on a on a on a premise that you don't have a cmdb day, database that is accurate that you don't have a complete list that you don't have a, a data classification that can tell you where the data is important to the organization look at this one look at this way right you have a mission-based risk um, program that will tell you that these tools and these apps and our services that provide revenue to the organization i i I don't need a data classification in place to know that whatever is in there is important to the organization. I don't need a list from a CMDB database that to know that those systems are important for the service to be service to our customers and clients. So don't hung, don't hung up on those information, those challenges that, that you may receive from your team or from your leadership. There's other ways that you can arrive there. All right. I hope this was helpful. Uh, that was a quick chat, a little, little more in-depth, uh, sort, sort of follow-up from my last podcast. But I think uh, you, you needed that to understand where I was coming from. Once again, I'm trying to move out from that theory to more of an actionable, get-to-do-a-pragmatic type of approach that you can use it, take it along, and take to your organization. There's other ways to arrive to that list. And I believe this is the best way to get there because one, you hold the power to, do, to go that direction. You can do that yourself. And the fact that you very key focus on what is important to the company, not what is important to the IT folks, not important with the cybersecurity folks, not as important to the finance folks. No, what is important 
to the organization and you start from that mission base those revenue generating systems and services that you provide i hope this will help once again i appreciate you spending time here with me today uh this was a little breakaway and more of a of a, a chat with you and i here on our my regular podcast so once again see you next time this is dr b i'm your host and i'm out